0: A while since Steelers Nation's been down like this, at least as far as my ability to gauge that kind of thing. And I have a feeling that in exactly twenty days, the mood is going to change a lot. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovačević of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers comes your way every weekday morning bright and early. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of the two active teams in town, Penguins and Pirates. The dates of the NFL draft are April 29 through May 1. April 29, of course, being first round only. That's the one that lasts really, really deep into the night, especially if you are a Steelers fan. Because you do have to wait a while before they pick. And at the same time, I get the sense that a lot of people feel like it's a million miles away or that it's never going to happen. And that the roster that the Steelers have now is going to be the one that they take into their opener. And it's not. And I, I get where that part is hard. You see holes on the roster. You see that there's virtually no ability to sign anyone because of the cap. You see other teams getting better. You see other teams inside the AFC North getting better. And it looks like, well, that's it. You know, the Steelers had their fun and they're done. And they won the division last year, but that doesn't mean anything because the other guys, they all have these young quarterbacks and they're just going to go vaulting past the Steelers. And there's just so much negativity. And I am not saying this in any critical sense whatsoever. I was there for 11-0. And, and then I was there for 1-5 that followed it. I experienced both of them. Wherever the team went. And on top of that. I've also been around for all three, count them, three, of Mike Tomlin's playoff victories in the last 10 years. It gets you down and it beats you up even after 11-0. and No, 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 no. Even during 11-0. and Because I was there for that too. It feels like the franchise needs... Some kind of jolt, something else, someone else to put its hopes on, to put its uh, future potential on that isn't the 39-year-old quarterback or the anchor of the NFL's best defense, meaning, of course, T.J. Watt, that no longer looks like it'll be the NFL's best defense. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbutt, Kelly & George. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated as super lawyers, that's a capital S and a capital L, for over 15 years. That's reserved for the top 5% of attorneys in Pennsylvania. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. You can learn more about them at lgkg.com or give them a call at 888-842-5454. Tell Larry Kelly we said hello when you do that. Good people. The Steelers are very, very likely to come away from that first night in the draft with a player that'll have people excited. And I don't even mean the way it happened with Devin Bush. There was a different kind of excitement. The trade-up itself was excitement, going up into the top ten. First time they've done that since Troy. And everybody's, like, super stoked, and you're thinking, that's it, finally uh, – You know, someone to try to fill the big shoes left behind by Ryan Shazier. But that's kind of what Devin Bush felt like. Because that's kind of what Devin Bush was and is going to be. You know, we already had one of those. This was just kind of, you know, making up for what happened to Shazier with his injury. It wasn't like getting a shiny new toy. Those have come in later rounds for the most part, and they've tended to be surprises. Pleasant surprises, but surprises nonetheless. You didn't have that impact like on draft day. Do you remember, going back a little bit more here, but do you remember your reaction when T.J. Watt was drafted by the Steelers? Do you remember the scouting reports about T.J.? It was just, yeah, he's J.J.'s brother, he's not going to be J.J., But, you know, he could still be a pretty good player, a little bit more of a project, move to that position later in his career. There really wasn't even that much over TJ. Now, not even the Steelers knew how good TJ was going to turn out or he wouldn't have lasted, you would think, wouldn't have lasted as long as he did in the draft because then everybody would have known and somebody would have taken him before the Steelers. But this time around, in this draft, I remain stubbornly convinced that the Steelers are going to take a running back. It'll be Najee Harris. It'll be Travis Etienne. I don't think they're going to go off from those two. Uh, There's going to be all kinds of people that have all kinds of fun with this sort of thing. and The draft Knicks themselves, particularly the ones that are in the public eye, like to stand out, and they're going to throw out other names, even from other positions. In fact, most mock drafts that you see do have the Steelers taking some other position. I wouldn't pay any attention to that. I'd pay more attention to what the Steelers do than what anyone says, including the Steelers themselves. Every single thing they've done this offseason has lined up toward drafting a running back in the first round. And then when you look at the running back pool, you don't see a possibility or a potential for them to saying, you know what, we're going to hang on till the second round because we know about this Le'Veon Bell dude, and we're just going to hang on and get him when no one else does. There's not really that sense in this draft either. It's either get one of these main guys or you might as well hang on till the third or fourth round. And if you hang on till the third or fourth round, you're going to end up with another Benny Snell or Anthony McFarland. And you're not going to solve the problem, let alone any kind of perception. They're going to get this running back. And when they do, and when Pittsburgh pays closer attention, meaning the city, not the team, to who this running back is, and they start watching the video, watching the highlights, seeing this individual get interviewed, picturing this individual in black and gold, then I really think this is going to be just a whole different discussion that we're having. Because I think there's going to be a whole different feel. Now things that were not possible with the Steelers last season read running the football are going to seem possible. Maybe the focus will turn more toward, well, you know, maybe maybe where it should have been all along anyway, and that's who's going to block to create these holes. But even then, I think you're going to see some excitement where some of the players who are more visible on social media, I'm not just talking about Juju here, but I'm talking about Zach Banner, are going to express their own excitement. Wow, I'm going to get to block for Najee Harris or Travis Etienne, and it's going to become a bigger deal. And then beyond that, beyond that, all those holes that we see, and rightly so, some of them are depth-based holes, some you could argue are starting holes, will start to fill up. I get that there's a lot of pressure on this draft. I certainly don't mean to add to it for anybody. The idea that the Steelers could come away with two, even three guys who could just walk right onto the field in Latrobe and start is pretty far-fetched. It's not without precedent. It's happened. But when it's happened, it's tended to be guys that were you know, again not all that exciting. Artie Burns, you know, Sean Davis, uh, Javon Hargrave. I'm not saying that these guys were all terrible players. certainly Hargrave turned out to be a pretty good one in the NFL. But the idea that you're going to have everybody just come right out and start right away is, is, is probably not where you should set the bar for your at least not from an expectation standpoint. But if you have a running back, if you have, I, I know the draft is really deep in offensive tackle, but you don't want to, you don't want to start an offensive tackle. Besides, you have Banner and you have Chuksa for ready for those positions, and you don't really need somebody rotating in that situation either. But what you could do is have yourself a third round pick that's somewhere. Uh, on the football field where they can make an impact for you right away. And that could be edge rusher. That could be somebody to mix in there with TJ and Alex Highsmith. It could be a defensive tackle to help spell your older guys, all your 30-somethings that you have there, Cam Hayward, Stefan Tewitt, Tyson Alualu. It's going to get better from here until Latrobe. It's only going to get better. The roster has taken some hits. The family has taken some hits. Some really popular players are gone. Some really good players, more importantly, are gone. But if you think of it from this singular standpoint, that from here until La Trobe, the roster will only get better. I think all of this becomes a little bit easier and more realistic to deal with. When we come back, Just One Question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. And today's comes from Madison Nielsen says, Hi DK, I was all aboard the running back train just like you are until the defense lost a bunch of starters. With how short of a career running backs typically have and how many holes the defense now has, I'm curious why your mind hasn't changed. Heck, I would even prefer an offensive lineman in the first round if they love the guy enough. Madison goes on to say some nice things about the podcast and those are all very much appreciated. I'm not going to change my mind based on career longevity. I know that. Uh, When you draft in the NFL, uh, it's not like drafting in, let's say, Major League Baseball where you're waiting four, five, even six years for the player to come along. That player's, like I just mentioned in the last segment, they're stepping right onto the field and starting. Just a different world. Player comes as a complete product. Through the process of college football, very, very, very different, and because of that, the longevity thing really doesn't matter that much. Think about it this way: let's say Harris or ATN uh, is the Steelers' top pick. You're going to you're going to run the wheels off that kid. I mean, I don't have to tap dance around that. The Steelers do. They 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 can't say stuff like that, but you are. You're going to run them into the ground. We've seen Mike Tomlin do that again and again and again without apology, without hesitation. He will run that player, and he will get the best yards and the best miles out of that player. And then when they go, however it is that they go, like let's say, oh, you know, (laughs) uh, make enough noise to get yourself shipped out of town to, you know, and wind up with the New York Jets. They're going to get your leftovers. That's the nature of the position, and the nature of the need is running back. You gotta have one. You gotta have one. And if you're going around right now, or even at the very start of free agency, assuming the Sealers had had cap room, which they of course didn't. And they would have picked up somebody else in that same bracket, Madison. Like right, you know, that that same age level. That's what you'd be getting. You'd be getting somebody else's 2.4 yards per carry. Because they've taken enough hits. They've made enough money. I have no no problem whatsoever with taking someone at the running back position, even though their careers are going to be shorter. I really don't. I don't think that's why you draft a player. I don't think that's a big, big priority for you. Bring them in, play them, move on. These players who have the longevity, you mentioned an offensive lineman and you know, they can play as we've seen. Uh, well into their 30s. Not all of them, and there's a significant amount of wear at that position as well. But you can find them. You can go get them. You can get offensive linemen out of free agency. That's not to say that they're cheap, you know, especially at the tackle positions, especially at the left tackle position. But you can find them. You can get them and you can address longevity as it comes i just don't, that's not something that i've heard football people talk about either i should add into this i just haven't heard that well you know stay away from drafting at that position because you're you're only going to get x number of years out of them get the best football players that's all and do it soon help help this nation down from the ledge I appreciate the question, Madison. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Uh, We'll have another one of these on Monday, and we're going to start really ramping up hard toward the NFL draft, which I'll repeat is only 20 days away in Cleveland. Uh, Can't come soon enough. I know, I know.